Welcome to the PA Sprint Series podcast, where we talk about race saver sprint cars and showcase the drivers, teams, and history of the most competitive sprint car series in the country. I'm Stephanie Dodson, former driver and current announcer for the series, and I'm joined by Rod Ort, regional director, and Frank Berman, our in-house historian, reporter, and photographer. Coming up on this show, we'll recap what happened with race saver sprints across the nation and here at home with the PA Sprint Series. Welcome to the show. Okay, welcome to the show. Um, this week, our, our guest is uh, Dustin Young, and um, Stephanie is starting school this year, so she's going to join us for the interview. But uh, as usual, we're going to start out with uh, Frank's recap on what's happening around the country. Thank you very much, Rod. We'll uh, take a look at that right now. We'll uh, start again, as we do, with our local neighboring organizations. Laurel Highland Sprint Series was at uh, Clinton County Speedway on Friday night. And surprise, surprise, Garrett Bard, the winner, although this was Garrett's first win at Clinton County. So That's right. He would said he hadn't. Yeah. About that. Uh, he won over Larry McVeigh, Ian Cummins, Tyler Cochran, and John Walt. And actually, some of those guys did some traveling because we'll get on to Allegheny's print tour. Allegheny ran a special memorial event Saturday night at Michael's Mercer Raceway uh, in memory of Brandon Hawkins, who, of course, uh, the sprint car racer with Race Saver, who died in a construction accident just a few weeks ago. Uh, Brandon's dad was involved in the race. He was an entrant in the race at uh, Mercer. But the race was um, won by Greg Dabrowski, who won over Jim Morris and Jeremy Cornbaugh. Ken Duke was there, uh, past regular, finishing seventh, and John Walt finished in 10th place. Derek Houck won a heat race, but uh, was not there at the finish. On Sunday night, the Allegheny Sprint Series made their first appearance at Tri-City Raceway up in Franklin. Uh, unfortunately, after they had some late afternoon rain, delay the start of the program and they were not able to complete the program and the race saver and 410 sprint features were not run I guess because of curfew. Uh, Derek Houck had had the fastest car in hot laps and both Ken Duke and John Walt were also at that event. The Mid-Atlantic Sprint Series was off last weekend but the Virginia Sprint Series which can't take, take, catch a break I'm telling you they were at Natural Bridge Speedway had their heat races run when the rain hit there and watched oh, the rest of that show. So VSS has just had about everything go wrong they possibly could this year. Carolina Sprint Tour was at Cherokee Speedway down uh, just below Charlotte in South Carolina. Nick Tucker, the winner there. Moving out to the west, the Ohio Sprint Series, Ohio Thunder Series was at 35 Raceway Park <clears throat> where as we will be this weekend, they were running a regular feature and a makeup show. And Kyle Kruger got the regular feature over Michael Heltenbrand, and then Heltenbrand turned the tables and won the makeup feature over Kruger, with Austin Powell finishing third in both races. Uh, Indiana Race Savers had their event for last weekend canceled, but across the Mississippi River, the United Sprint, United Rebel Sprint Series was taking part in the Sprint Car Nationals at Dodge City Raceway in Kansas. 
That was a three-night show. Jake Buback of Lubbock, Texas, claimed the big win on Saturday. And it sounds like he had a really big battle with Jason Martin of Lincoln, Nebraska, and Zach Martin of Quinter, Kansas, who's their points leader. Uh, Buback also had won the preliminary feature on Thursday night. Bethany Speedway, also uh, up in Kansas, not a part of a race saver group, but they ran an all IMCA program Saturday night, and Stephen Bowers of Topeka was the winner there. The Sprint Series of Nebraska was at US 36 Speedway. Stu Snyder, the winner there, and it was a pretty emotional win because Snyder had almost lost his life in a crash at that racetrack nine years ago, and this was his first win at US 36 since then. And if you think he went up top to celebrate that one, yeah, you're that's right. That's a neat story, yeah. Neat. That's a great story, yeah. This uh, tremendous battle back. Uh, Sprint Series of Oklahoma didn't race last weekend. They've only got one more race, and it's not until October. So they declared Danny Wood the 2020 champion. Southern United Sprints were at 105 Speedway with John Ricketts, the winner. He's headed for Eagle Raceway this uh, Labor Day weekend, along with a lot of other sprinters, especially guys from out in the Midwest. And um, yeah, they're racking up some big numbers for the race. Already. Yeah, lots of lots of entries. And and actually, Eagle also ran, of course, over the weekend. And Trevor Grossenbacher was the winner again there. Um, you know, we talked earlier about up in Minnesota, they're having thrown in the towel on the whole season due to COVID cancellations. Well, they had a track step in, Murray County Speedway, and added two race saver events. Uh, actually ran the first one two weekends ago, and Elliot Omdahl was the winner there. Uh, they'll come back this weekend. And finally, a track that opened and closed a couple of times this season, Park Jefferson International Speedway in South Dakota ran a program, Race Saver program last Saturday night, or a program that included Race Savers. And Brant O'Banion was the winner in uh, that race. Actually, they only had, looked like a couple of the drivers in the field were from South Dakota. The rest of them were from Iowa and elsewhere farther south. But uh, the winner was one of the South Dakotans. I'm sure the crowd liked that. Uh, traveling is easier for those people out there. Um, I mean, at least more common, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, they have to. That's, yeah. you know, they, yeah. it's, uh, it's a lot farther from place to place once you get out that way. Different than here, for sure. Yes. All right. Was that it then? It for uh, the survey. We can go okay. on to what we did. Back. Back home here, uh, we uh, we ran a Port Royal Speedway at a, a big night of racing with uh, five feature events. We were one of them uh, with uh, uh, Nitro Nick picking up the win there. You, you kind of saw the writing on the wall when he picked the pole there, but uh, um, he didn't make any mistakes and uh, and pulled off the win uh, with Garrett Bard behind him. Um, I uh, just kind of reviewing some of the some of the um, standouts in, in my mind from from Saturday night. Uh, I'm always amazed how uh, Kirsten Hess uh, race a very part-time schedule and jumps in that car and and does so well. She looked real good in uh, in the heat race and and ran well in the feature. Uh, Landon Price uh, double dipping on the uh, hard charger there, picking up the uh, 
the money from Penns Valley Meat Market as well as the uh, Hoosier Tire uh, Mid-Atlantic was the one race we chose for that. So he got both for advancing nine positions in the future. And of course, uh, our guest uh, later, Dustin, he picked up, uh, went from 20th to 6th in the, uh, in the B main uh, to make the transfer there, just make the transfer. Um, Doug Dodson, a real emotional heat race, started on the rear, picked up the win. Uh, they, they had a rough week last week with uh, uh, Stephanie's dad and, and uh, Uncle Gary, and both having some medical sidelines. They had to get the car pulled together and um, really looked impressive on Saturday. Finished well. Um, Dominic Malaire, another good run and another top 10 for, for Aaron Statler. So, um, so uh, good night of racing uh, this weekend. Do you have anything to, to add to Saturday night, Frank? I just, I think again, one of the things that we've said a couple of times before, uh, just about any other division out there on a track as slick as Port Royal or was on Saturday night, you would have seen just parade racing yes yeah you look at our race at how many of these guys picked up or guys and women picked up nine eight seven positions over the course of a 20 lap race okay yeah that's uh that's definitely definitely true frank um well thanks again for pulling all that information together it was another good week with race saver and uh, definitely appreciate your help with the show. Uh, next, we are going to speak with uh, Stephanie's going to join us, and we are going to talk to uh, Dustin. This week's guest is Dustin Young out of Danville. Dustin, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So, Dustin, this is your very first year in racing, and we decided to have you on the show because you've been doing steadily better each and every week. Um, we've had, you've competed in about 11 past shows um, and it, we have a lot of competition, a lot of tough competition and drivers really have to race their way into the show. And each week you're doing better and better qualifying then top 10 finishes. Um, you know, what made you decide to get into pass and what do you think of it so far? I, uh, I mean, the whole just racing in general, I mean, it's just, I, I've been going to the races, I mean, ever since I've been 10 years old, but it's just something that, you know, my family and stuff, I mean, we could never afford to get into any racing and stuff like that. And um, I, I tried actually getting into a, a micro sprint um, a few years back and I bought a chassis and, you know, had big plans of, of putting this chassis together and funds just weren't, they, it wasn't going to happen. And then uh, I also even got my daughter a, a little go-kart to try to get her in it. And she really didn't have much interest in it. And uh, really long story short, I ended up, uh, I sold sold my house and uh, I sold the property that I had that, that was a big dream that, you know, we had at one point in time. And I downsized and built a shop. And I'm actually, I'm living in my garage right now while I'm building my house. <laughs> and, and I, I, went and you know i told people i'm, I'm buying a, a a car i'm getting in a car i wasn't really sure what i was going to get into and uh when we were down at uh charlotte last year for the world finals i ran into uh 
Zeb Wise down there, and I was talking to him a little bit. And uh, I was just, you know, asking them for pointers and stuff because, I mean, I knew in my head I was, I was getting into some racing. And uh, this guy, he's like, well, I know where there's a car at uh, up in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, well, I'm from Pennsylvania. So we started talking, and uh, here it was Bill Henderson's car, and uh, Darren Miller was, was the driver. And uh, I just ended up, you know, meeting up with Bill, and, and we worked out a deal. And it was this, uh, what was it, uh, Thanksgiving. Um, we pulled the car in the garage and started tearing it down. And, I mean, I, I had no clue what I was getting into. I mean, I've never – you know, other than watching a car on the track, I never tore a race car apart, never did anything like that. And I don't know, here we are with a lot of, a lot of help and, and stuff like that. But it just seemed like the 305s was, I don't know, I, after going to the races for so long and, you know, the history around Pennsylvania with, with the tracks that, you know, all the 410s and 358s, you know, that they run on, um, and then to see the 305s come into it, they're running on the tracks that, I grew up going to and it just I mean I, I'm five ten minutes away from Greenwood where I could have run a, a micro but this just seemed to fit me so much better I just didn't have much interest in, in anything but a full-size car so. that's quite an interesting story I mean you really dived all in um, oh I'm telling you my, my, my dad he uh he, he really wasn't all about this this whole endeavor and uh he, he still gives me a little friction about it but I think we're getting him to to come on board a little bit it kind of around does he come to well the no not really he uh he came to i think two races now and the first race was i think our second race down at sealands grove and i we didn't make the show you know but we were in the b and i think that was actually the, the first race that we um that we actually like drove around in, in the pack you know we weren't going right to the rear and it was kind of a goofy ordeal because I didn't know what, where we were starting or anything. And I come out and Rod was just like pointing at a, at a paper that he had. And all right, here's where you're starting. I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're going to do it now. And uh, yeah, when I talked to my dad, like later on up in the stands, I mean, he, he just all like, Oh, but you, my heart's all right. You definitely made sure that my heart's all right. You know, he, his, he was probably beaten out of his chest more than I was. Now but. did, is he the one that would take you to the races when you were younger? No, actually, that was my that was my stepdad, and okay. uh, he got me into it probably like you know ten years old, and and I grew up going to Sealands Grove, um, and I mean we were down there all the time, and I was really I, I was a big uh, late model fan. I, I used to root for Richie Jensen all the time, and uh, you know, and then Jeff Ryan, you know, he came into the picture, and he's from Danville, and uh, then once I got older. And we started getting up into high school and stuff like that. You know, then we'd always be down at Sealands Grove for the Speed Week shows. And, you know, then then it really started getting more interesting. And I just remember for years and years and years, and I mean, I have friends that, that could vouch for it, that, you know, I'd always just sit there and be like, you know, I can do that. I know I can do that. And I don't know, it just, I, I once I'm determined to do something, it's it's pretty hard to stop me from doing it. That's for so. sure. I, that was almost, I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead in the interview, but um, 
when you talk about determination, last weekend at Port Royal, I know on your Facebook post before the show, you said, you know, I'm determined to get into the A-Main. You wanted to be in the top 24 in Port Royal points so you could run the World of Outlaw show when we go October 10th. And with you starting 20th in the B-Main, I was like, man, he's got his work cut out for him. And sure <laughs> enough, you came in into that sixth and final transfer spot. I was like, Dar he, he made it. He got it. And I'm telling you, when I'm telling you, I mean, when we unloaded and then we, you know, we drew a 52 pill and think, well, we got our work cut out for us, but we had a good week the week before. And I don't know, I was, I was very confident that we were going to go out there and we we're going to pass some cars. And then we, you know, we went out there for our heat race. And I mean, we were, we were bad. I mean, the car, I, I had, I just had no drive. I, I was sliding all over the place and. My buddy Tom Wise, who who has really helped out a lot, um, you, you know, come in and like I'm telling him how how loose the car is, and Tom didn't tell me this right to my face then, but when I was telling him, you know, man, we're 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 just bad, you know, and Tom kept telling me, well, this is going to be a driver's track, you know, it, it ain't just going to be an easy an easy run, and he was thinking that well, this is his first time on a real slick track, it's it's probably him. And then we made some, some wholesale adjustments on the car. I mean, we threw the kitchen sink at it. And there again, I mean, TJ Stutz is another guy that, that Tom, you know, is very familiar with and, and has a lot of history with. So naturally, you know, being with Tom, I've got introduced to TJ. And then I don't know why, but so many people have, have come in with open arms to help me out. And I, I don't, it's, it's, it's crazy, but I'm truly blessed. And, uh, but, you know, we went out for that B main and I mean, the car was just, it was so good. It, I mean, so good. I could put that car wherever. And when we came in after that, I mean, Tom's like, you know, I, I, I really thought that, you know, this was going to be, it was, it was a, a matter of the, 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 you rather than the car. And he's like, sure enough, it was the car that was the problem. It wasn't you. So it was. It was quite the night. Well, I think it has it, to feel good. It says a lot for the kind of the culture, at least uh, of our series. I mean, it seems like always somebody willing to to pitch in. Um, and you know, as far as coming from a you know a non racing background, this time of year we have a lot of people looking into it and thinking about it for next year. And it yep. seems like um, you know you you did your homework and did everything everything right. Um, you know, what, what advice, what advice do you have for, for people, you know, thinking about coming racing with us next year or in the future? I mean, just basically the way that I look at, at everything in life, you know, you're going to miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So if it's on your, your mind and it's on your heart, do it. And uh, you know, when you, when you get there, there's been so many people, I mean, Kyle Keene, um, I remember when we, we did our first test session down at Port Royal. And I mean, I got in that car and I mean, I, you know, I didn't know what to expect and I'm letting off the throttle cars unloading and doing all types of wonky things. I went over to him and, and Kenny Hefner and I'm like, look, if you guys see me doing anything that, you know, you're thinking this guy needs to get off the track, come over and tell me. And, you know, they, they were more than willing to, to help me out. Um, uh, uh, Swagger, he's come over, he's helped me out. Um, I talked with Garrett Bard. I've talked to, to Doug. Um, just to, to, 
not be afraid to talk to people because everybody in the pit area, I mean, they're, they're all willing to help, you know, because nobody wants to see anybody go out there with a, an ill handling car because at the end of the day, it's just going to put everybody else at jeopardy, you know? So it's really, it's a, it's a good, good group of guys. And, and I never really understood, you know, the whole racing community, but once you're in the racing community, it, it really is incredible. Yeah, that's, I think that's one of the main reasons that we're so careful about kind of preparing people coming into this. As you know, I had, you, we had did an interview, I think last year at the you know, racing extravaganza show. Um, and a lot of people think, well, they, you know, he wants to interview me to see if I'm any good or if I can do this, or if I have a background. <laughs> and, and really, we, we just want to make sure you know what you're getting into. Oh, yeah. And kind of answer your questions up front to, to prepare you, um, you know, better for coming in. And then, you know, our rookie, a rookie policy, certainly for somebody like you that hadn't raced before is, is good because you're, you know, you're starting on the rear, rear to your comfortable. But, you know, the other thing is with even experienced drivers coming into this, um, they have to realize that there's, there's guys like you uh, and, you know, there's plenty of guys every year that are on their third or fourth race, or they only race two or three times a year. So they're, they, may, they might not be as polished as that weekly professional racer that you'll find in other divisions. Yep. And, and certainly as you said, uh, the help from other drivers is, is great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You yeah. also have uh, some sponsors on your car, Dustin. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about getting sponsorship from guys with, with really no track record to sell them on you? Well, I mean, I really wasn't trying to get anybody to, to really bite on me, but in the industry that I'm in, I, I'm, I work bridge construction for a living. So, I mean – Obviously, Ryland Construction, that's who I work for. And then the uh, Big Rock Paving, they're our sister company, a paving company. Um, and then uh, who else is there? Timber to Table, they're, uh, they're friends of mine. So they, you know, kind of took a chance, I guess. Uh, Jason Bream, he's uh, a good buddy of mine that has a snap-on dealer. Um, and then my state farm agent, I just – I was talking to him one day and I'm like, you know, you probably ought to get on my sprint car. And he's like, well, maybe. And then we kind of sat down and talked about it. And he's like, all right, yeah, I'll do that. And active outdoors. Uh, I talked to them up at the early bird sports expo and I have a little bit of history with them. And uh, it, he, they were kind of on the fence about it. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll come on board and key trucking. They're another one that just being in the industry that I'm in, I mean, I've known Joe since, you know, he started off his company and he's like, yeah, he says, I'll sponsor you. Same thing with Earth, Earthwork Services. They were, you know, jumping on board. And then we got Boots on board. That's uh, my buddy's dog. And uh, he, he, we took him to, to the world finals last year and uh, he, he just got hooked. And, and when he knew that I was finally getting into a car, he's, he's been like, coming up to you, you need a tire or anything i'm like look you don't need to you know help me out all the time like we'll be all right and but he just he wants to to do it and he's like i just want boots on the car like, all right we'll put boots on the car so i think i think i need to take some notes here I, you're better at getting sponsors than, uh, than i am uh it's, I, it's crazy. It for a long time but uh <laughs> about the 
racing, you know, the racing community. We may use that term a lot, yeah. but I think probably at our level too, don't you think that, that all of these sponsors are really, they become part of that community. And oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Up with you. Yep. Absolutely. And I got, you know, quite a few of them that have come down to the, to the races and stuff, especially uh, Jason with uh, uh, Earthwork Services. He's come down and they're, especially their Saturday, uh, last Saturday down at Sealands Grove when we had that eighth place running. I mean, we were running top four and ended up getting into lap traffic. And that was, it was all on me, it, it, you know, lack of experience, following a, a slower car in and it, learning experience. And everybody's like, well, man, it's, it's, it sucks that you got, you know, caught up in lap traffic. I'm like, look, I'd rather learn in lap traffic running fourth than learn in lap traffic running first and, you know what I mean, lose yeah, out on yeah. a win. So <laughs> let's get all this stuff behind us and, you know, get good and polished when we're fighting for the lead. Well, and that's, I think that's, a, you know, touches on another, you know, good point is that we always tell people, you know, it's not a lot of money in the purse here. Um, we're typically a, a support division. Um, you know, but we, we do, uh, you know, a great job at, at promoting the teams and giving you some coverage and stuff. And that gives you the opportunity some exposure for your, your sponsors and people that are helping you out. And since you're competitive, but because of the rules and, uh, and the structure that, that we that we work under, um, you know, you get a chance to have those runs and and uh, and enjoy it with your sponsors, your friends, your family. So, um, uh, we're we're really encouraged uh, uh, about uh, your progress and how well you've done. And it well, sounds you. like sounds like you really pulled everything together well. Yeah, but it, but it, it it believe me when I tell you, I, I and I try to make sure that I never become that person that ever says I because there's so much we in this it's it's incredible i mean just just the guys right out the gate i mean even john bream who used to run with you guys he he yep. came over here when um and that's jason's uh brother who helps me out with the car but he came over here you know showing me the ins and the outs and just different things and you know i'm calling him while we're at the track and he's giving me some adjustment tips and stuff like that but I couldn't do any of this without the guys that have come on board. It, 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 but it's it's just incredible how many people have, have come on board, you know, and, and they're enjoying it. Like, I, I had no idea that, that my buddy Carl here, um, that he really, he wanted to do this for such a long time, just wrenching on the car, not necessarily driving it. It's just something that he always wanted to do, and he's having a good time doing it. So we're all having fun, and, I mean, that's that's the one part that, I hear from a lot of people is don't ever lose the fun in it. Like don't ever let it turn into a job, you know, and I, I, I really hope that we never get to that point, but we're having so much fun right now. I can't see it happening. <laughs> you can tell you're having fun. We can sense the enthusiasm in your voice. And I think that's what draws people to you sponsors and friend wise. And, um, you know, I, I think that's a good thing about the PA Sprint Series is that there's so many races on our schedule. You can pick and choose what you want. There's no pressure yep. to race every race. You know, we have some drivers who have who have run different divisions in previous years, you know, like Tom Wise, your friend. And yep. it seems like this division is it's a lot more fun because you're not out there trying to all battle for the. The, the money at the front end you know yeah, you're, yeah. you're trying to win but you're still you're just out there to have fun oh well i mean i'm i'm, I'm what you would call i guess probably pretty competitive uh <laughs> i i i make i make a competition out of a lot of things that i shouldn't make a competition out of but uh so 
we're going to be battling for wins. I, I mean, I'm, I'll guarantee you that we're going to be trying to get up front real, real bad. Oh, I don't doubt that. Um, <laughs> what are your plans for the rest of the season? Uh, we plan on um, running Williams Grove, um, Lincoln, the Sealands Grove show, both Port Royal shows, and maybe that Friday BAPS program. And obviously this uh, BAPS pro program coming up. We haven't ventured down to Path Valley or anything like that yet. And I don't know. I mean, Clinton County, they're right up the road from us too. And I, I don't know. I, I guess right now I want to run the tracks that I've gone to, you know, growing up and then we'll, we'll venture out. And, but it's, I don't know. I like these big tracks. I really do. I, I like the speed and, and I don't know, just, I, I like, I like port and I like seal and Grove a lot. So. It seems like a lot of people do, but plus, you know, being new, when you concentrate on those tracks, you can really hone in on how the car's handling when you concentrate yeah. on just a few. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, too, because in the early days of, of this, you know, it was always said that this would never work on big tracks and we're too slow for them. And um, really, uh, you know, the, the bull rings are, are always good racing, but we have had some really awesome races. And, and you know, you run there in, uh, in the B main is a good example. We had several drivers pass a lot of cars on Saturday, even, you know, uh, with the uh, uh, you know, slicker track, but you know, the competition's always good on on the big tracks um, every week, you know. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't think, that, to be quite honest with you, I don't think that we're lacking anything as far as speed goes. If you if you sit there and you, you look at lap times with us compared to super late models, we're, we're not that far off, you know what I mean? It well, might Darren not look Miller, as... Yeah. Darren Miller was a good competitor, and so yeah. you know, you've got good. Yeah, you've got a good there. buggy there. I, I guarantee you that was a that was a good one. Yep. What's that? That uh, Darren Miller's car was a good. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Um, when when uh, Dave came over that night when we lost a mag, he came over and and uh, well, the guy that built the the motor, Bill Henderson, he had he had those signature uh, Corvette fin valve covers on it, and Dave looked at it, he says that's Henderson's motor, isn't it? And I said, yeah. And he says, well, that's a good motor. He says, there's no junk in that motor. I said, well, that's good. I guess we bought a good one, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, I said, I mean, when I went and looked at that car, we, we were originally going to go, well, I, I can't even say we on that because it was all on me at that point, you know, who was going to go spend some money and, and actually get into this. And I was originally going to go look at Scott Lutz's operation when he was selling that. And it ended up, you know, got sold. And then, you know, there again, I didn't have any experience looking at these cars or anything. I didn't know what the heck I was even looking at. And Bill seemed like a really good guy, though, when I talked to him, he just, I don't think that he would have steered me in the wrong direction. And it just, it ended up all working out. So no, he, yeah, he's a real good guy. And, and yep. And oh, by the way, Dave knows those engines like they're his grandchildren. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep, that's no doubt. Well, it sounds like the fun's not going to end this year either. You planning? Oh no, oh no, no, no. We plan on definitely, you know, just continuing to race, you know, next year, and and just keep on taking it one race at a time, and and whatever happens, happens. But you know, just keep on trying to get faster and be the best that we can be. Okay. Well, we'll see you at BAPS this weekend then. 
All right. Sounds good. Great. All right. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Bye. All right. Well, thanks to uh, Dustin Young for coming on the show this week and uh, Frank and Stephanie for helping out with the show. Uh, we're starting preparations for the Keystone Race Saver Challenge, which we found out this week will be moved one week um, from October 17th to the 24th due to a uh, Port Royal uh, rented a track for a big modified race. So um, still expect a big, uh, you know, event there for the Keystone Race Saver Challenge and understand we will have a Sunday rain date. Uh, this weekend, we're at Mass. It'll be good to see our friends from the Mid-Atlantic Sprint Series at BAPS as we join together there for the show. So we look forward to you uh, at, at BAPS Speedway this week. Uh, don't forget to tell your friends, subscribe to the show, and uh, once again, thanks for letting us come out to play. <laughs>